Hey everybody, welcome to the Christmas episode of Keep It Real with Rachel Sinclair. And this time, Ooh. oh, thank you. <laughs> and this time I'm joined by a special guest that you know if you've listened to the show before, Angie Sinclair, aka my mom. Thank you for having me again, Rachel. Good. You seem a little less nervous this time. Well, I'm just trying to remember to speak loudly and clearly and be happy and joyful. It's <laughs> it's the best time of the year, and that's for sure. That's right. I don't want you to remember to be happy, though. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little funny. But we're wearing our goofy Christmas hats that I got for us to take a photo for this show, and I'm excited. So we have a couple of questions that people sent in, so thank you guys for doing that. And then we'll just talk about some of our favorite traditions. So why don't you tell them what we were doing today, which is the day after Thanksgiving when we're recording this, to get Christmas kicked off. Well, I went out the day before Thanksgiving and um, to... Hobby Lobby, which, why did you do that? Oh, my gosh. Well, I expected pandemonium, but I must say, uh, very few people in the store that day. So, I think they had already wiped out Thanksgiving. A few were thinking about Christmas, but it was not bad at all. So, I I was very thankful for that. But I love doing a puzzle. And Rachel will tell you about how I begged her when she was a child to do puzzles. And, like, in high school. Yeah. Yeah, and in high school. And what was your answer? Yeah, I thought it was dumb, boring. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. I love doing puzzles. And so tell them about how you realized finally one day this was fun. I really don't know. I, I can't remember the exact day or where it was. But all of a sudden I was like, oh, my gosh, why have I not been doing this for years? And now I'm crazy for puzzles. So I've got her on the bandwagon. And anyway, I was in Hobby Lobby looking at all the puzzles they have for Christmas. And, and then there was an elf puzzle from the movie. We love elf. elf. We do. We're those. I know some people love Elf, like us, and then some people don't. But I'll put we a poll on Instagram. We love Elf, oh and God. so uh, I found an Elf puzzle which shows pictures or different scenes from the movie. Yeah, and so I pulled it out the other day, and Rachel's like, "Yes!" She was so excited to do this Elf puzzle. So we started puzzling yesterday, really, yesterday. on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's been a lot of fun. And then another tradition that I love doing with you is playing the piano. Mm-hmm. I love that too. <laughs> uh, this here's, is, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We have a duet book, which is really fun. And mom has always been gung ho about the duets. I think at first I was kind of like, oh, this is stressful. I like to, you know, do stuff on my own. But anyway, it is fun. But mom is really good and I'm uh, fair. It's I'm rusty. It's been a long time and I just don't sight read as well. I like to study a piece, which again, I haven't done in 15 years. And <laughs> well, y- I mean, you do have that. a piano where you live, so you I should do. practice. It's out of tune, but that's okay. Okay. But you, you should, because it really, you don't want to ever lose that. Yeah. No, you're and right. I do love, I love playing it. the piano. And I love playing Christmas music, so it makes me even happier that my daughter knows how to play and she can play with me. I mean, I absolutely love that. That's my favorite thing, uh, one of my favorite things to do at Christmas time. So when she comes home, I want her to play with me. But there's another problem is she tells me all the time, slow down, slow down. Listen, I am not that good. I'm, I'm decent. But I must play like lightning. It's you know? like, Frosty, it's no man, it's Dolly, happy. I'm like, Mom, slow down. I, I'm looking at this for the first time in a year. 
<laughs> we were playing Santa Claus is coming to town the other day, and Rachel's going one, two, three, <laughs> four. So we go, you know, Santa Claus, Claus is coming. And I said, Santa Claus is coming real slow to town. <laughs> yeah, but we always laugh about it. We usually make our family listen to us. Maybe we'll do an Instagram live. Uh, oh, my <laughs> word. You would really, <laughs> that would be funny, but you're, you're going to have to edit to the part you can't that we edit live. That's what's oh. funny. No, but no, we, no. Let's do a little section and put on for them. That we've done well. Yes, That's yes. mom style. I'm like, come behind the scenes. No. Mom wants it to look good and I'm nice. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll work on that. Okay. Shall we get to the questions? Absolutely. I love your friends. I know. Your supporters. They love you. Okay. This is from Kate Wildman, who was my roommate senior year of college. I think this is my favorite question. She said, most embarrassing Christmas stories because I know they are good. And she did a laughy cry face because she loves all the stories about our family and mishaps and whatnot. Mm. So I have a couple if you need to think. Okay. Well, go ahead. Okay. So this is not necessarily with our family, but with me and Mallory, who was also on the podcast a couple years mm -hmm. ago to talk about friendship. We... Well, Mallory is a really good singer, kind of like the piano. I enjoy doing it, but it's not just like my forte. But I like singing, and I like singing harmony. So Mallory and I, one year, wanted to sing at the Christmas Eve service before they have they have music and instrumental playing before the actual service. So I told our friend who was doing the slides, hey, we need you to be on top of this because we aren't 100% sure of all the words. The slides that have the words Yes, on them. so we can read them in the back of the sanctuary. Well, he slacked, and so we were singing <laughs> Oh Holy Night, and he skipped some slides. And so the part where it was, it, we were supposed to start on the second verse, truly he taught us to love one another, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, all we had was sweet hymns of joy and grateful chorus, raise we. That was all the words we had. So we just sang that same phrase like over and over and <laughs> over. It was very embarrassing. We were trying not to laugh. And um, now they don't have singers before the service anymore. Well, you really did it that, <laughs> that night. And this is a, a side note. I decided to film them and... And as a parent, and if you're a parent out there, you know this. As soon as you pull out the camera, your kid is going to mess up. Yep. Th they are not going to hit the ball. They're going to hit the wrong note. They're going to mess up the song, which happened. Uh, and so I'm up in the balcony, and then they're singing. And I was like, I think they just sang Sweet Hymns of Joy. And are they singing Sweet <laughs> Hymns of Joy again? And they were. And boy, we definitely know that verse now. But it really was funny. Oh, yeah. I mean, it and was. then I had it on film. So it, so it was we great. can relive it. We laughed about it for years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have a well, most embarrassing story? I don't have. Well, I probably do. But I'm going to talk about this. As our family has talked about this before, when I was growing up, it was very common for children to get underwear as a gift for Christmas. Ah! <laughs> okay. And I thought that was perfectly fine. And Rachel, I remember mentioning it to her once and she that's, had that's so embarrassing underwear. Well, I think it was maybe this is a necessity. This is something 
you need new and that's it's, did you get toothbrushes for Christmas in your stocking? Like toilet paper? What I mean <laughs> No, we got oranges and nuts, pecans. Now the old people will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um and candy canes. Yeah, your stocking today, if we tallied up the, the cost <laughs> of your stocking, you're gonna have a hundred to two hundred dollars in there of goodies okay you you say this like it's my fault every year we say mom we can scale down you can relax you're the one who is so true i can't stop and now i'm getting a daughter-in-law so that's yeah you know that's another stocking this is what she says every year next year christmas is gonna be different i do say that yes you say i mean it this time i do boy she (laughs) is quoting me (laughs) y'all and then you say you're gonna get something you want something you need something to to wear no it's gotta rhyme something you want (laughs) something you need something to wear something to read and that's it i need to obey that we'll check back in next year to see how that goes okay (laughs) but anyway going back to the underwear so i I mentioned that to Rachel and she just was like, no, that would be so embarrassing. And I'm like, well, we did it all the time. We didn't think anything of it. And so recently I came across a picture of me when I was probably a teenager. And there I am holding up a pair of panties. (laughs) You know, like, oh, look what I got. Showing everybody in the room. I would. I did have sisters. Yeah, you did have sisters and I have a brother. So, but yeah. yeah, I think other people think. That's okay. Okay. We will also put And underwear is expensive now. Come on. It is. I never really get new stuff. <laughs> well, I buy it still. I know because I'm very particular. Yes. And they're very hard to find. But when I find them, I'm like, I'm buying these for Rachel. <laughs> See, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, just imagine on Christmas morning opening up. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's a good one though, Mom. Well, that's what we did. And your reader's... Your older uh, readers, listeners, listeners, sorry, will understand what I'm talking (laughs) about. She kept calling this the show. I was like, the show? Oh, the (laughs) podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. The older listeners will understand. Yes. Oh, that's good. Okay. Time for question number two. Favorite Christmas dessert. This is from Amanda Carpenter. I love Amanda. Me too. Amanda Carpenter. She is soon to be Amanda Sinclair. She's marrying my brother, Andrew. And we are thrilled. And I almost named you Amanda. That was a consideration. Yes. So I love that we're getting an Amanda Sinclair soon to be. But um, she made, I just have to say this. She made me a birthday cake. And as most people know, I'm the cook in the family and I make everyone's birthday cake. No one makes a birthday cake for me, but that's okay. I'll buy it. I I know. (laughs) Yes, not your gift. But uh, Amanda, we went down to Auburn, and she walks in with this chocolate cake that had an Oreo, Oreo cream cheese center, then a ganache on top. Mm. It was delicious. I mean, it really was. She got extra brownie points that day. Yes, we love Amanda. Yes, we do love Amanda. Now, Favorite Christmas. Okay. Desserts. Now, I think this is real easy to do, and Mm -hmm. people are going to want that recipe. But it looks like a little Yule log. It looks like a little log once you finish it. Uh Uh-huh. But it's um, these chocolate wafer cookies, and then that's hard to find. They're called famous chocolate wafer cookies. Okay. And they come in a a sleeve. And then you take Cool Whip, and you mix it, I think, with toffee bits. It's Mm -hmm. just real simple. And then you... 
spread that between the cookies and you line them up so it looks like a little a log and then you put the um, Cool Whip on top too. It is so delicious. It melts that cookie just perfectly and it's really pretty and then you drizzle it with uh, chocolate and caramel syrup if you want to and people think that you have worked your tail off <laughs> on this. It does look really pretty and when you cut into it, it's really beautiful. Yeah. But why is it Christmas? Because of a Yule log. It's like a log outside with What's snow on top. Okay. With snow on top. Okay. What does so. Yule mean? I mean, I know Yule Tide Carol. Everybody look that up. Google that real quick. Well, why would it be, I mean, is a regular log not a Yule log? Okay. No. Googling. that A Yule log is different. Why? Just wait till you read about it. <laughs> what does it say? It has to do with it the just holidays. Says it's a dessert. And a Christmas log. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. Interesting. Okay. Well, I can we'll promise you Martha Stewart knows what a Yule log is. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this is more of like a snacky dessert, but I love it is when we make Oreo balls. Again, simple ingredients, but you love that. I so, do. And um, then we can, if you make them with white chocolate around the outside and then drizzle it with the dark chocolate, dark chocolate. you yes. can really make it and pretty. then you can put like christmas sprinkles on it mm -hmm. and make it fun mm. she loves those hey everybody it's me i just wanted to pop into the show to let you know that you can get those two recipes that mom and i just talked about by subscribing to my email that link is in the show notes wherever you are listening it's also on my social media so make sure you subscribe Get those recipes, and if you make them, take a picture and share it. If you're already subscribed, then you probably received it this morning. And if not, check your spam box. Sometimes it ends up there by accident. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying the show. Now back to my conversation with Mom. This is also from Amanda Carpenter. Most cherished tradition. That's kind of hard to say. Most cherished well, she needs to tradition. Learn. She needs to learn these because she's going to be a part of our family. I know. Well, of course, there's several. <laughs> Pick two. <laughs> okay. Well, I love going to Christmas Eve service uh, at our church because we've been in our church for close to 30 years and we have a beautiful service with music and then of that's course, where I messed up. Yeah. Singing. And then the lighting and then we, we had a, it was called March to the Manger, and we would bring an offering to baby Jesus, and they would have a little manger set up, and the families usually, um, whoever was, you know, the children definitely would bring their monies, but a lot of time the parents would need to walk them up there. But what was so beautiful was uh, seeing that our church is a multi-generational church, and so many people have raised their children in that church. And then their children come back with them and with their grandchildren. And it is just beautiful because I love to sit in the balcony and look out and watch these families that I've known for a long time uh, bring their children and grandchildren back to the manger. Uh, because that is the true meaning of Christmas. And sing Silent Night with the lighting of the candles and um, hear the Christmas story from our pastor um, you know, just have loved those traditions. Uh, the other one that I do like is, is that we do pajamas. We come home from the Christmas Eve service, and we uh, open one gift, and that's a set of pajamas, no underwear. 
That's right. <laughs> and uh, so y'all get your little pajamas to sleep in for Christmas. They don't match. I've never really done matching. That's come along in the most recent years. But I have Amanda, Amanda a little pair. Oh, so that's cute. I can't now, wait. Now, me and Amanda could match. That would be fun. You could. Yes. You could. But listen, guys, I bought Rachel a pair of pajamas. She's very particular about that, too. She tells me where to get them, what size, etc. So what do I do? I find them two different stores. Oh, I'll post to them. They're this pair from Target. I love it. Okay, you keep going. You Mom. do love those. Anyway, um, so she comes home this weekend and she bops down the steps in her plaid Christmas pajamas that I already have wrapped for her. And I'm Sorry. like, well, gee, you told me to get you those. But you told me I needed new pajamas because I FaceTime mom sometimes in my pajamas. And she's like, you wear those same gray star pajamas. Your sisters must be sick of seeing you in those pajamas. So and I thought, well, I'll buy a new pair. But that it was, well, yeah. and that is the truth. The girl needs pajamas and underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and clothes and shoes. It's true. My clothes either come from uh, mom giving them to me. And then I have Three roommates who are, they're all sisters, but I call them the sisters. And it's either, so mom gives it to me. Ashley buys it for me as a gift. It comes from Maddie's clothing shop, which is shop as it seems. Really good stuff. Or I borrow it from Ryan's closet, which usually Maddie has bought for her. That is the truth. Rachel does need help (laughs) in her clothes shopping. Yeah. but And she's so cute. I mean, tall, pretty. (laughs) Could wear anything. Come on. um, I just don't enjoy shopping. She does not. Yeah. That's a Christmas tradition I'm not behind. No, she is like online everything. And I'm getting better about doing online, but you are really nuts about it. She, She does not want to go into a store at all. No, thank you. Love the online life. Okay, for favorite traditions, I will piggyback off of your Christmas Eve tradition because I love when we're riding home from the Christmas Eve service. As kids, we would always look out of the window and try to see if we could see Santa and the reindeer. And it's so fun. And I still do that today. Andrew is not as enthusiastic, but maybe Amanda will be. Maybe she'll look for Santa. Yes. He's up there. Yeah, I know. You better better be... What is it? You better be. Watch out. You better watch out. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we were playing on the piano. Santa Claus is coming to Because he was town. coming slowly. Yes. Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's coming. He making a wish. Checking it twice. Making a f- list. Oh, Santa's God. making the I'm list. I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awful with songs, books, you name it. Say Names. it for me. He's making a list. Checking it twice. Going to find out who's naughty or nice. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Y'all better be nice. That's right. Okay. Abby Taylor. I love Abby. I know. I love her too. She says worst Christmas present. Oh, it's sort of. Okay. I think I have one. You know, not that it was worst. It was usable. But, you know, this was early in the marriage. So I do want to talk about that too. Okay. Um, Give some advice to our new leader. Yes. Early in the marriage, you know. You have high hopes that, you know, your husband just knows you so well and can just pick out the most sentimental, emotional, tender gift that is going to be great, you know, for you. Or something that you really like, that you want, that you've not bought for yourself. So, there was this big box under the Christmas tree, and I was like, what in the world is that? 
And I was just so excited about it because I really thought it was a pair of boots. And uh, so Christmas came. It's time to open it up. It, and it was not a pair of boots. Oh, what was it? It was a brand new, lovely pillow. What? <laughs> like the, that you put your head on to go Ye- to sleep? Yes, because I, I might have complained about my <laughs> former pillow or it said oh, I need a new one. And it was a, you know, it was a nicer pillow probably than normally I bought. And Aww. that was a little hard one to take. But your daddy, uh, he's so sweet and tries so hard. He does. He does. He cannot pick out like clothing, fashion, That's that hard. kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is my advice for the young ladies out there. If your husband is that way or doesn't enjoy shopping, Don doesn't go shopping. It's okay. You know, it's sort of like know what you're good at and what you're not good at. And Don, he would. He'd buy anything if I said, I love that or I wanted that. That He would get that for me. So I learned early in marriage just to purchase it myself. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I have come to deal with that. Because you're, you're learning his personality. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, strengths and, strengths and weaknesses. So. Right. Yeah. And then you do get what you want. And it's he's happy that you're happy. I'm and, all about that. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's okay to not have a surprise. But let me tell you, last year, he surprised me. I thought, well, I know everything I'm getting under that tree because I probably bought it and wrapped it. But then there was this one present and, you know, Rachel's like, oh, get the camera. And I'm like, well, what on earth is this? He bought me a brand new, you know, I couldn't believe it, computer. and um, Laptop, yeah. Well, I call it a computer. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I loved it because I use that, you know, every day. And so that and was just. Your other one was really old. It was time. really old and mm-hmm. it was time. But yet at the same time, I I wouldn't have just said, I've got to have a computer or a new right. laptop or whatever. So that was really a surprise and very sweet. Yes. Very thoughtful. That was a good one. That was a good one. Tell me what your best gift. It's easy. My guitar. I love it. I really didn't know if you would get it because you said I. Oh, let me think if I say this. Oh, I, didn't, I, know, I, I know what I probably said because many a parent uh, has bought their child a guitar for Christmas and it ends up in a pile in the back of the attic. Yeah. And so that's what I was afraid was going to happen. And I really didn't know if I would get it, but I did, and I just love it. I say that I'm a campfire guitarist because I just like to play chords to sing. I mean, I'm not, you know, great at tablature or anything, but I it brings me so much joy, and I've used it for years. And also, I would add on as a second would be my Kindle. I love that thing, and I read on it every night. I I still like regular books. Don't don't hear me that I hate a physical book. I don't. I love that. But I like reading my Kindle at night because I can turn out all the lights and it's just that paper white glow and it just puts me to sleep. Okay, another question. I liked this one. It was from Lee Simpson. She said, what is a good gift for a freshman, a college freshman? Oh, I love Lee. And she's got two precious girls. She has done a great job at raising those girls. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, For a college freshman, I, I... 
if she doesn't have a Kindle, I think that would be a great. Mom, that's what I was thinking oh, too. Well, I mean, you no, just I mean, love your yeah, so much. I and I think once you get used to it, I'm still holding on to the old fashioned books, even though I do have a Kindle. But mm-hmm. uh, if she doesn't have that, I think that's a good If choice. she's a reader. If, if she's not, a reader. Because you can also, you can get a library card and set it up with your Kindle so you can check out books through the library. Mm-hmm. But you just do it all on your phone. And so, again, like me with the shopping, you don't actually have to go anywhere. Right. You just stay home and, yeah. And I would also say a weighted blanket if, again, if she doesn't have one already. I love those. It's just really cozy and fun and helps you sleep good. Because I know sometimes in the dorm you've got loud people, you know, just late nights and whatnot. And that is really good for nice a nice sleep. Or if you have a favorite book, I think it's good to pass that along to your child. You know, whatever. I love um, Pilgrim's Progress. And honestly, I love the, it's it's called the um, uh, New Edition, abbreviated, something like that. Maybe it's a bridge. Okay. But something it's, where it's not like so old school language. Exactly. It's the more modern language one. And I absolutely love that. And if she... Leah, I think you were in my class. I think you, (laughs) because I did teach on that class at church and I I did teach a class about that book. Right. And uh, I just love that book. It is uh, timeless and it is uh, about Christian's journey and it really is about our journey um, to the um, promised land. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. I had one. Oh, I know. Gift cards to favorite local places is great and easy. Like I went to St. Ferb's so I was in Birmingham, but you know, Taco Mama, Oh Henry's Coffee, anything like that, they will love and use. Yes, Rachel told me that in college, eating out means socializing. I said, "Do you want me to have friends? I have to eat out." <laughs> That's what she did. Okay, Mom, I don't know if you remember this, but I think well, years ago because I was a kid, our church had this Christmas devotion thing where people submitted devotionals. Yes. Okay. You wrote one that I really liked and it was about, well, do you have it? I'm going to go find that because that's really a good thing to talk about. Yeah. I wanted you to talk about that. That Okay. Let me go find it. Okay. BRB. Okay. We're back. Did you find it? No, I didn't, but I found something else. And we could talk about it though. It it was just my reflections. Uh, Rachel, we were shopping during the Christmas holiday season and she asked me this question. She said, why does Jesus grow smaller during Christmas? And at first I was like, what is she talking about? Mm -hmm. And I realized then that she was thinking about the pictures that she sees as of Jesus as a man of him teaching his disciples, of him healing the blind, of uh, his miracles. And uh, so she had this picture of Jesus, and then she started seeing him, you know, as a baby. Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. And, like, he reverted is what you were thinking. (laughs) Why did he shrink? (laughs) Instead of growing in age that he, you know, was going back in time and becoming a baby. And then it just made me start thinking as I was shopping and looking at all the glittering gifts and uh, the lights that were on uh, all the stores, you know, I just started thinking, boy, she may be onto something here that Jesus is, Jesus really is the reason for the season. But P. 
people don't know it and that um, they have decreased that meaning that um, they have just reduced it to buying gifts and doing for others and there there's good in that yeah but the real reason we celebrate is that God did send his son to earth and uh, what a beautiful moment that was in time yeah and I anyway I was in the other room and I was looking uh, through some things and you're I, looking for that devotional I was looking for that devotional and I found Christmas poems. You guys speak in microphone. I found Christmas poems by Rachel Sinclair, December 2005. And so she has compiled a book. This chi- this child has always been a writer. But uh, we've. I said, we've got to use some of this for your podcast. I'm like, are you sure? Yes. I'm going to let you read one, All right. one poem. <laughs> one poem. And this was, uh, this is titled, When Jesus Was Born. A manger with itchy straw. Instead of a crib with soft blankets. Swaddling clothes instead of cozy pajamas. An old barn instead of a warm house. A bright star in the sky instead of an electric light bulb. Angels singing beautifully instead of TV shows. A perfect boy instead of a sinner. God's son instead of an ordinary baby oh and that is just wisdom really beyond your years um because you knew what sin meant yeah and you knew that you were a sinner we were we were all sinners and that he was not and you you know said a perfect boy instead of a sinner yeah i think that you know, I did become a Christian and, and choose to follow Jesus at a very young age. I was, I was six. So a couple years before that, but I think that when I tell, you know, my story of coming to know Jesus, I think what changed for me was that I had heard about God, about Jesus, about the Bible in church and from, you know, y'all growing up. But then something changed when I realized, wait a minute, this isn't just a story. This isn't just a book. I can follow Jesus. I can become a part of this bigger story and I can trust him in, in everyday life. It's, it's, it, it can become part of my life. And so that's when I said, I want to officially put my faith in Jesus and become a follower of him. And of course, of course I did not understand everything. I still don't understand a lot of things and you grow as you learn, but it's, it's that, it, it, whether you're six or 60, you know, it's still that saying, okay, I'm, I've not just heard about this or think, yeah, maybe it's true. I'm going to actually follow Jesus and believe in him and seek to be a disciple of his. Well, that he's the savior of the world. And yes, you know, I tell the children that I teach, you know, I write savior on the world and I say, what word do you see in that? And they'll go, save. And I'm like, that's exactly what he did. He came to save you from your sin because he was perfect. And when he died on the cross, he took your sins upon himself and he died for you. And it then it becomes more personal to them. It always has to be a personal moment in your life when you acknowledge your sin 
And that's why I'm very cautious with children. It can't be, I just want Jesus in my heart and to live in him. You know, it, it can't right. be um, that remote. It has to it's, be, it's I have with, sinned. Yes. And yes. I know that I am a sinner. But yet I know this man, this God man, mm-hmm. took my sin for me. And I have to give him my life. And uh, it's an exchange. Right. And uh, so that's what, you know, becoming a covenant believer believer in Jesus Christ means. Yeah. And I think, you know, as I've gotten older, I've realized the, the huge significance of Christ's birth. Because at first I thought, shouldn't Easter be like a bigger deal than Christmas? Which, I mean, they're both big deals, so to speak. But... Uh, (laughs) Jesus had to come to earth in order to live as a human. And that's the only reason that, that we as just as people could be saved is that Jesus was fully God and fully man. I mean, as, as Christians, we believe that. And some people who listen to the podcast are Christian and some are not. And I'm so glad everybody, you know, is here. Like anyone is welcome. Um, but that is a core belief of Christianity is that Jesus was fully God and fully man or is, you know, he's, he rose, he's still alive today. And so the fact that he came as a baby, like fully God, Mm -hmm. he's God. But he's a little baby. I mean, that's just amazing, mm-hmm. you know. And it was God's plan from the, really from the beginning of time. Yeah. And to think how he chose to send the son, his son. I mean, you know, having a son, you realize, I mean, there's no greater love, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, than your child. Than yeah. your child. And he gave it all for mankind because... Uh, he knew there. He he is holy, mm-hmm. you know, just so holy that we cannot approach him, and the only way we can is through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Very thankful. Yes, yes, and we and we can approach him because of Jesus. And Absolutely, that's what's so beautiful. If you think of the traditional nativity manger scene, you know, you have these wise men, the Kings, you know, the very highest of the world. And then you also have the shepherds who were lowly, who were looked down upon, who were literally came from the field. So probably smelled bad, were dirty. And it is just, I mean, everyone is welcome and invited to follow Jesus and accept him. So absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to the good news. It is good news. (laughs) Yes, it is the good news. So, Okay. Well, I think that wraps up our episode on Christmas. Well, thank you for having me. It was fun. I hope your listeners enjoy our talk. I think they will. Thanks, Mom. Love you. I love you, too. It sounds like we're getting off of a phone call. (laughs) Bye. And that's a wrap on our Christmas show. Get it? That's a wrap. Anyway, make sure you are following me on Instagram and Facebook at Rachel Sinclair Writes. I will share some of the things that we talked about in this episode. Also, subscribe to my email so that you can get those recipes. I'm excited to share those with you. As always, thank you guys for listening. Your support means so much. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas, and I'll see you in the new year.